Welcome in the Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast. I am your host, Matt Hetzler, and I am joined by the one, the only, Tyler Smith, Mr. Arena Fanatic himself. Tyler, uh, happy Wednesday to you. Uh, two nights in a row I'm speaking with you, so wow. how are uh, things going down in old uh, Kentucky there? Uh, pretty good, Matt. There are some concerns surrounding Halloween, though. Looks like rain and a low of 39, potentially, tomorrow, so... Should be a blast. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think we might skip out on the old uh, trick-or-treating there. Yeah, uh, that rain, the rain is the biggest concern. Yeah, the little guy's not even going to remember us skipping this year. We, we've done a couple little ones uh, before, uh, so uh, it's, it's too bad. I mean, it was like 90 yeah. degrees two weeks ago. I know, right? It's, just, it's amazing. This is like three years in a row, bad Halloween weather. Just can't do it for the kids. Just can't do it for no. the kids. Sadly. Uh, Tyler, not the not the prettiest of slates this week in college football, but we're here to give you the breakdown on about 20 of these very, very mediocre games. Uh, oh, yes. Opening drive here, Tyler. Uh, picking the best games out of the group of five. We didn't actually have uh, an AAC one here because we're going to be talking about the biggest game later. So I went ahead and threw a little independent top matchup here. BYU at Utah State, Tyler. Uh, Tell us Mm -hmm. about this one. Well, Utah State coming in off a horrible, horrible loss last week to Air Force. They just just looked horrible. And, Matt, how about Jordan Love's numbers? I don't know if you've seen them. Eight touchdowns to nine interceptions. Yikes. Didn't see that coming. Not pretty at all. I thought this would be a massive year for him. Hasn't hasn't been that to this point. BYU, they have a very strong defense. I think Jordan Love, I mean, it, could he potentially have a good game here? I don't know because BYU has been so stout on D. But I don't like what I've seen on BYU's offense. So I'm going to take Utah State in this one. Uh, rolling Utah State, the home team here, Tyler. I actually like BYU. Oh gosh! In this matchup, uh, so I don't blame you. I don't yeah, blame you. It's an ugly one, so yeah, I don't uh, like it. Let's move on here, Tyler. To FAU at Western Kentucky out of the CUSA, Tyler. Um, oh yeah. What do you think there? Big time matchup here. Both teams come in with one conference loss. WKU has been the surprise team of Conference USA this season. They are coming off a loss to Marshall. FAU also with a loss to Marshall. They're both, uh, both of these teams' losses came to Marshall in conference play. I do like how Robinson has been playing this year for FAU. I was pretty disappointed last season, but he has bounced back. I think he continues that. WKU will not get the win. FAU gets the W. FAU with the W. Uh, I actually like that pick, Tyler. I'm with FAU as well. Uh, let's hop into the MAC here, Tyler. This is a big game out in the MAC West here, Northern Illinois at CMU. It's a logjam of teams here in the MAC West. Uh, you have Ball State sitting three and one, and then you got Western Michigan, Central Michigan three and two, Toledo and Northern Illinois at two and two. So this is going to go, this is a big game. If Northern Illinois has dreams of winning a Mac West title, they have to win this game here. Um, Northern Illinois is starting to play a little better. A big win three weeks ago at Ohio. 
They uh, shut down Akron last week, 49-0, while Central Michigan is coming off of a tough road loss there at Buffalo, getting blown out 43-20. Um, what we've seen now, Central Michigan at home in the back, pretty damn good. Had that big win over Eastern Michigan. Um, Jim McElwain's doing a good job there with the offense. However, I like NIU here in the defense. Uh, I think Harbison in the running game for the uh, Northern Illinois will get it going. That is one place where uh, Central Michigan can be beat in the run game. Uh, so give me Northern Illinois here, Tyler, uh, and they, they get back on track. I'm going to 100% agree with you, Matt. I'm going to be taking NIU as well. I think Central, maybe they start to run into a little bit of a log jam here. Maybe start to get a few L's. Yeah, I mean, a hell of a year for them. I actually, yeah. I hope they get one more win, though, for the bowl eligibility. But uh, I, I didn't, I had this team, I think, pegged as a three-win team. Uh, yeah, they, they did. They've been a, they've been a shocker. Uh, so, I mean, I like I like Ward, the running back there, too. Two really good running backs in this game. Quarterback plays a little iffy. Um, so, uh, limited turnovers here, and whoever does that is going to win this game. Uh, but we like NIU. Uh, let's head on out. Mount West here, Tyler. Fresno State at Hawaii. Mm, my boys. My boys there in Hawaii. Winner of this game stays in the Mountain West Conference West race. Everyone liked Fresno State in the D this year. Uh, that hasn't really came into play, Matt. They're giving up 31 points per game. I didn't think it'd be as good as many thought. So far, that's held true. The question will be, whose D shows up in this game? I think Hawaii's offense will be able to get it done versus Fresno's D. The Bulldogs' O will not be able to keep up. Hawaii, W. Hawaii, W. Uh, this is actually going to be a pretty good game. Uh, I know a lot of people are kind of leaning Fresno, uh, but for my future's sake here, I hope Hawaii wins as well, Tyler. Uh, let's journey on down to Sun Belt here, Arkansas State at ULM. Who's going to win this one, Tyler? Well, my main man, Omar Bayless, is in this game. So if you haven't seen him and you can catch an opportunity to catch this one, please do. The guy is phenomenal. Now, back to this game. Coming into the year, we thought ULM might have one of the best offenses in the Sun Belt. So far, that hasn't been the case. They move the ball, but they can't particularly score. It's a problem. If you can't score, you don't win games. Arkansas State will be able to break down this Warhawk D. A State on the road gets the dub. I like that pick as well. I'm going to go Arizona State as well. All right, that does it for the opening drive. Going into the pick six segment here, Tyler. We're going to pick six games against the spread. And we're going to start out here with a classic ACC rivalry matchup here. Miami at Ford State. Ford State, the three-and-a-half-point home favorite, Tyler. Uh, what do you got here? Two, two programs that I absolutely despise. I don't like either of these programs. I think both of them are just very disappointing. Miami keeps pulling out weird wins, though. Every time I think I'm, I'm down and hating them again, then all of a sudden they win. It's like, how the hell did they end up doing that? I'm going to be taking... The Knowles in this one, though, Matt, I think the Knowles have enough at home to get it done, and I know that Florida State fans are probably like, my God, he's finally done it. He's picked Florida State. They'll get the cover. 
Yeah, that's a uh, that is a bit of a shocker, Tyler. I didn't expect you to pick Florida State ever, but uh, I know. And you'll be even more shocked when I say I I like Miami in this pot. Oh my gosh! I yeah. didn't see that coming. I like Miami. Wow. I definitely like them with the points. It, it's going to be a low-scoring game, in my opinion. So, uh, on to the next one here. Out of the MAC, Buffalo at Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan, a two-point favorite. And I'll be quite frank with you, Tyler. I like Buffalo here. Good. Uh, Eastern time. Michigan has been dead to me. I brought them back. Oh, gosh. Only to uh, see them lose last week in overtime after missing a chip shot field goal. So I'm done. I'm not picking Eastern Michigan again. I, I wouldn't even care if they were playing, uh, hell, I don't know, Rutgers at this point. Oh, uh, God. That's harsh. Yeah, I would take uh, I would take Rutgers. So uh, Buffalo, Van Trees, quarterback, looking great. Uh, big game last week for that guy. Uh, Mike, uh, for Glass from Eastern Michigan, he's just he's constantly, like, hobbled and, and he struggles a little bit. But he's having a pretty good year in the passing game. Uh, that's that's some place where, like, Eastern Michigan can't run the ball. And this is a big problem when you play Buffalo because Buffalo's D is great uh, against the pass and the rush. I don't see I – don't, I don't think Eastern Michigan is going to be successful here being a one, one-sided one team going through the air. Uh, for that reason alone, I like Buffalo here, uh, my friend. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take those two points, but I think Buffalo wins outright. I would take Buffalo as well. EMU, Vegas believes this is going to be a tight one. So I believe in a tight one, EMU is going to falter. So give me Buffalo. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's move on to uh, Armed Forces Bowl here, Tyler. Oh, yeah. Army at Air Force. Air Force, a 14.5-point favorite. Yeah. That's a stunner. That's a that's a lot of points, Matt. And I do get it. Army or Air Force has been playing extremely well. Army has been horrendous, but I'm going to be taking Army in this one. I think versus another service academy, they will be pumped up for it. Army covers hard hard not to play that fourteen and a half. Uh, I agree. I agree, Tyler. That's a lot of points, especially with both teams running the triple option, limited possessions. Um, I, I think Army could win this game. I really do. But Ooh. it's just hard to pick on this. They have just been completely shit for, um, I don't know, four Quite straight games now. Four weeks. Yeah, four weeks now. It's yeah, so, It's been a sad, sad scene. Uh, it sure has. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on here to the Big 12. Kansas oh, State, yes. six-point favorite at Kansas. Tyler, I heard that this was the lowest spread in, I think, a decade maybe a decade plus smallest spread in this game and yeah i mean they're two surprise teams right now granted mm-hmm. kansas has only won three games but we didn't think they'd win any maybe yeah. one let alone yeah. three so um kansas state here tyler coming off a big win kansas coming off a big one so something's got to give here uh skylar thompson he's not my favorite quarterback I mean, I, I dog him a little bit every week. But if he can get those legs running, that's going to be good. Um, James Gilbert, he's been consistent as can be. He's averaging about 5.6 yards per carry for the Wildcats. The Wildcats D, uh, one of the better units in the Big 12. Compare that to Kansas' D, which is still a huge problem, and they, they just leak 
yardage and points. Um, Carter Stanley, quarterback for Kansas, has been on fire. 19 touchdowns, 5 picks. I mean, he's an efficient guy. Puka Williams Jr., he's getting it going in the running game. And those KU wide receivers are not bad at all. That being said, Tyler, oh, man, I actually I really want to pick Kansas in the points here. Oh, my. But I they just burned can't do you. it. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm going to take K-State here in the points. Um, but I would not be shocked if Kansas somehow shows up for two straight weeks. I I wouldn't be surprised either, Matt. They they have played very well. Les Mile has these guys going. But in this battle of the Sunflower State, I will be taking – I got to take Kansas State minus six after last week. I, I'd hate for, to see that momentum go to waste. Right there with you, bud. Um, I mean, they could be a real player here in the back in the uh, Big 12 if they can uh, continue to win some games. They already got the biggest win under their belt. So let's move on here to another ACC game, Tyler. And I know you love talking about these two teams. Virginia at North Carolina. North Carolina, a one-and-a-half point home favorite. Tyler, what do you like there? I mean, Virginia could have put this sucker right into the bag. They could have had the Coastal locked up, but they've been out there messing around. Big game, though, as both teams currently are tied atop the Coastal. I am putting my trust into Perkins in Virginia, though. I think UNC plays with, eh, they play with fire a little bit, and I don't think they're going to be able to continue that this week. I think UVA gets it done. Come on, Bryce Perkins. Give me the one and a half. Ooh, Tyler. Going back to the well here with Virginia. Um, I know. I can't get away from them. Yeah, I mean... It's a tough one. This is a tough game to pick. I would lean North Carolina, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go with your pick here, Tyler, Virginia. Okay, okay. And let's round out uh, the pick six here, Tyler. UAB, non-conference game, on the road at Tennessee. Tennessee established as a 12-point favorite. Simply put here, Tyler, Tennessee's playing so much better. Uh, clearly, they got more talent. I would take. I would lay the points here with Tennessee. I would take the twelve. Yeah, I just think that Tennessee has been getting up for these these bigger matchups, SEC matchups. I want to see. I think I see UAB sliding in the old back door here, plus twelve. Uh, there's definitely a possibility here, uh, getting that back door. But I do like Tennessee a lot. Uh, they're just playing so well right now. So. Let's move on here. First down, we got Tyler going to be breaking down a Sun Belt matchup here in the first down. Uh, it's oh, actually yeah. the, tomorrow night's game. Georgia Southern at number 20, Appalachia State. What's going on there, Tyler? Big time rivalry in the Sun Belt match. Georgia Southern has looked very, 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 very bad so far this year. This has to be where Shy Wirtz breaks out. It's been a sluggish, sluggish season so far. I'd like to see something out of him. But at the end of the day, Matt, the Mountaineers are going to be nearly impossible to stop, averaging 41 points per game. They have a potent running attack. And let's not forget that Georgia Southern has played them five overtimes in the past three weeks. That will wear on you. App State, big. I would agree with you there, too, Tyler. I like App State in this game as well. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I appreciate uh, that. Big 12 country here. TCU at Oklahoma State. Um, both teams coming off a good win. 
So, a uh, lot to talk about here, Tyler, because the quarterback play in this game is very under the radar. Uh, Spencer Sanders for Oklahoma State, if he can avoid the turnover, Tyler, he's a very, very good quarterback, very productive, and he really gives this Oklahoma State, uh, State team a chance to win any game that they're in. And then on TCU side, you got Max Duggan. He's he's playing a hell of a lot better too. Eleven touchdowns, one pick. Uh, big game last week against Texas. And then you look at the two key cogs here in the running game. You got Darius Anderson uh, for TCU, and you got Chuba Hubbard here. That's your boy Heisman hopeful here. Oh yeah, thirteen hundred eight, uh, thirteen hundred eighty-one yards rushing, sixteen touchdowns. And then you look at the wide receivers, Tyler, Jalen Rager. One of the best in, in the Big 12, maybe one of the best in the country. Tylen Wallace, probably a top three guy in the country. There's a lot of offensive firepower on the on these teams here. So we know they can go they can go point for point, Tyler. But here's the big key oh, yeah. of the game. Who can make oh. the stop? Um, now Oklahoma State's defense last week showed me they could turn turn Iowa State over. They made a few big stops. Uh, TCU, they absolutely just Confused the hell out of Sam Erlinger and really, really uh, got it for them. Forcing uh, four picks from him. Spencer Sanders, he has 10 interceptions on the, on the year, Tyler. I would not be shocked mm-hmm. if you see three more here. I wouldn't either. Give me TCU uh, on the road here with a win as an underdog. Here's my big uh, big thing here, Tyler. TCU. Defense allowing one, uh, only giving up 103 yards per uh, per game in the rushing department. So it's going to be an interesting test for Chubbard. Uh, Chubbard. Chubbard. Hubbard. I like it. I Hubbard like here. it, though. Chubbard. Uh, yeah, this is a big uh, big game for him. I mean, if he can put up the type of numbers he has been uh, on TCU, then mm-hmm. I think it's time to take him seriously as a Heisman candidate. I've been taking him very seriously, Matt. And if he can give me a 150 yards, two TDs, I think people are going to start really recognizing, even though I've been on him since day one. But that's okay, Matt. I will be taking Oklahoma State and my boy Hubbard. I think he's going to get it done versus TCU front. It's going to be difficult, but I like it. And I like it too there, Tyler. So let's move on in here to second down. And this is kind of a... Kind of an ugly game, but uh, on, on a slate lying. where there's not a whole lot to watch, we got to talk about some games here, Tyler. And I'm going to keep this one short. Virginia Tech okay. at Notre Dame. Virginia Tech winners are three in a row after a nice six overtime win uh, a couple of weeks ago against uh, North Carolina. And, of course, we all saw the display of football that Notre Dame put on the field last week, and we never want to see that again. Uh, this is an interesting spot, Tyler. Notre Dame is a 17.5 point favorite. Um, Big points. Should they be? I mean, should we be laying that many points with this team? Especially after what we saw last week? Yeah, I'm Uh, with you on on that because, uh, I mean, I did see that Hooker is back for Virginia Tech which is huge for them because he has been playing very well at quarterback. But I don't know. Notre Dame at home, I think they're going to get done, That I like Notre Dame. Yeah, I like Notre Dame too. I, I just, I, I'm really confused at, at this line. And, I mean, you look at these teams, they're, they're fairly evenly matched. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Virginia Tech could get a massive win here. 
but uh, for Brian Kelly's sake, he needs to win this game. Yes, I'm not going to break it down much more than that. Uh, Notre Dame gets to win, but I think it'll be closer than the experts think. Uh, let's move on to an, actually a really good game here, Tyler, on the Pac-12. Number seven, Oregon on the road at USC. Always a thriller, Matt. I think Oregon's going to get it done this game. USC will be a tall task, but I think they pull through. That last win versus Washington State was a huge momentum boost. USC comes into this game giving up 189 yards per game on the ground. Last week, Burdell went off coming off a massive game. I think he continues that. I think Oregon has found something. Now, USC versus team with first teams with strong defensive, they have struggled. So I think that will probably continue in this game. One thing I really want to see, though, the USC wide receivers versus Oregon secondary. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Give me Oregon by a touchdown. Ooh, Oregon by a touchdown. Um, Tyler, I like the home team here. I like the upset. Oh, gosh. Oh, well, that yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, no, I'm going Trojans here, Tyler, because, because Oregon, they struggle against good passing teams. Yeah, but USC struggles versus good defenses. Uh, I mean, not really. They they beat Utah. They beat Utah. But Who's a better defense in Oregon? BYU. Did they beat BYU? Yeah, that was on the road. This one's actually in the Coliseum. This is where where they thrive, Tyler. Did they beat Notre Dame? That was on that was on the road, right? Yep, that was on the road. Yeah, Tyler, I'm telling you, this is a home game, home game here. All right. Uh, right. Yeah, take USC here, guys. Uh, USC is going to win this game. No, no, no. Don't listen to Matt. Take Oregon coming in hot, feeling it. Coming they, in hot. They, they, needed the playoff. A, they needed a freaking miracle last week coming. to beat Wasu at home. That's what I'm saying. They got all the momentum, man. Are we That's gonna, two are we gonna straight argue games about... where they, they, they kind of oh they, they should have lost. They didn't. They're going to trip up again here, and USC yeah. is going to actually get them this time because USC can throw the ball. And that wide receiving core is one of the best in the country, if not the best. Uh, yeah, I think they are the best. I'll give you that. But are we going to argue about Oregon every every podcast from here on out? Jesus Christ. Well, probably not because after next week it's going to be a moot point because they'll have another loss. So. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, yeah, well. Yeah. Let's get on okay. into Oregon the, w. To the best bets here, Tyler. Um, just for the record, guys, last week I, I did notice – my betting segment, my best bet, upset pick, and super dog. We're all losers. So, Ooh. Uh, I don't know what you did last week, Tyler. Impressive. But I was zero and three. That's 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 hard I can't, to do. I can't even remember who I picked. It feels so long ago. Oh, I know who it was. Yeah, mine was a loss. <laughs> it's been a struggle, man. It's been a struggle. It has been but a struggle. I'm, I'm I'm ready to bounce back, Matt. My best bet. Give me Troy. Minus one. I'm liking that versus uh, Coastal. I think they can handle that. They're, they're going to be able to handle that number. Minus one. Troy is my best bet. Upset pick, Matt. I've got FAU. i kind of a little surprised they are the underdog versus WKU, but I'll take it. And my super dog pick, Army over Air Force, baby. Army over Air Force. Well, that was actually going to be mine, but... Oh. Uh, for sakes of being different, I will find another one here very quickly. Um, my best bet, Tyler, is... Uh, what did I write down here? Northern Illinois money line. I like that one. 
Just a slight favorite, Ooh. so you're not laying the. It's better than laying the one and a half. Just just take the money line. Um, my upset pick, Tyler, is Washington Huskies plus three and a half. Mm. And the for my super dog here. Oh, let's go. God, there's not much. Let's go San Jose State plus the 17 against Boise State. Oh, my gosh. Get out of here. You're, you're, you've been hating on Boise all year. Well, I don't Whatever. think they're going to right. lose, but San Jose State's been playing quite well. Yeah, they have been. But, yeah, I, I think Army's the, the play here. I think Army, I think they have a good chance of winning this one straight up. Yes, I do like Army in that one. Um, all right. Well, that was uh, that was quick and easy. Usually we we have a little bit more to say about this, but uh, let's hop into yeah. third down here because I just gave you the pick that I had. I know. I know. Number nine Washington at or number nine Utah at Washington. Tyler, what do you like here? My 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 biggest question about this is: Are we going to see the good Jacob Eason or the bad Jacob Eason? If we get the good Jacob Eason, Washington has a shot to win this game. The past two games, he's gotten it done. He will have. He's going to need to be better though in this one because Utah is no joke. I think he's going to have to go over 300 yards passing in this game. Something he has not done in the past five games. The running game will need to be formidable, but it will be a tall task, obviously, versus that front from Utah. Washington needs to contain Huntley. And if Zach Moss goes off and beats you, then hey, he beats you. But you gotta contain Huntley. You can't let him beat you, which he has done before. Give me Washington and a slight upset. Hey, there we go. We both agree on a Pac-12 game. What do you know? I know, crazy. All right, uh, Tyler's actually gonna be telling us about uh, this third down, another third down here. But real quick, how damn awesome would it be? To be in Memphis for College Game Day on on Beale oh, Street, man. that's gonna be that's gonna be a fantastic sight. I like that they're going to different locations for Game Day right now. You went all the way up to South Dakota. Now you're in Memphis. I'm loving it, man. It's not like oh, we're back at Florida State. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they they could have went to Jacksonville, but I mean the yeah, ABC they, primetime game is, is actually Memphis, so they get yeah, to do the baby. Game Day. They get to stay there. I'm telling you, man, Memphis, hands down, the funnest place I've ever been to in a day and a half. Ooh. So much fun. I mean, it beats Vegas. I, now, granted, Memphis, we, it was a group of guys and, and my wife now, but went down there for Elite Eight, uh, Dayton Flyers. And, man, that, that's just that's a day and a half that I will never forget. And... Uh, God, if you and I could get away this weekend and go down to Beale Street, that'd be great. Oh, that's funny, Matt. But, yeah, I mean, that's going to be an awesome, awesome atmosphere. It's going to be a lot of fun. Game days in town. AAC West showdown. Here, Here's how I'm looking at it, Matt. You look at the quarterbacks. You got Bichelle versus White. I give a slight edge to White. Both have been great so far this season. Then you go at running back. You got Jones versus Gainwell. I'm going to give a slight edge to Gainwell in Memphis here, but Jones has been fantastic. Wide receiver-wise, I'm going to give the edge to SMU with Proche and Roberson. Gosh, those guys are phenomenal. 
two of the best in the country. If you haven't got a chance to see them, this is your opportunity. Now on the defense, I do like what I've seen out of both sides. SMU has its best D in such a long time. Stops the run very well. Memphis has one of the best pasties in the country, allowing only 186.3 yards per game. Memphis gets it done. It's going to be a huge day in the ACC. I'm loving it, baby. Memphis Tigers get the dub. Yep. Uh, I can't disagree with you there, Tyler. Um, Memphis is tough to beat at home. So Yes. Yes. I, I wouldn't I won't lie though. I would like to, I would honestly like to see SMU run the table and uh and get in that New Year's Six Bowl. Because it would just be cool to see a fresh face. But uh yeah. Oh yeah. I agree with you. But Memphis hasn't been there because Central Florida's knocked them out every year. Yeah, and then somehow Central Florida will end up uh getting back to that, that title game and beating Memphis again. Oh man. It'd be another thriller though. All right, Tyler, let's head on from Memphis down to Jacksonville for the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Uh, you can't say that. Oh, yeah. why not? Yeah, uh, uh, I don't think you're allowed to call it that anymore, Matt. Well. Did they ban that? Uh, who knows? Come but, on, Matt. But we remember when you played the NCAA football <laughs> games that said world's largest co- outdoor cocktail party. Oh, uh, yes, it did. And so. it will be coming back. That's huge. Uh, yeah, uh, don't want to talk too much about that. It's kind of been... It's like beating a dead horse for the past, I don't know. Yeah. Since it's been gone, people just really yeah. killed it. And I mean, yep. honestly, people, nobody wants to watch your simulated games. Oh, God. And please, and please don't tweet out the results from a simulated game because I don't know why that's become a trend, Matt, but it is it is brutal, man. And I, I don't want to start calling people out for it, but I damn near did about a week ago. I said I can't handle it anymore. Please yeah. stop, folks. Yeah, they're Please all stop. over the place. So uh, let's get to this game here, Tyler. Number eight, Georgia. At, or not at, uh, first number six, Florida here. Um, I'm going to hop right in here, Tyler. Hop on in. I like Georgia in this game. I'll start there. Ooh. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Yep, yeah, hopping like right Georgia. in. like oh, Georgia. Yeah. Here's where I think Georgia can really have a little bit of success here. Um, especially in the running game. Georgia's offensive line is one of the best in the country. Um, now, I know Florida's going to have a healthy D-line. They're getting everybody back. Um, but that interior of the defense line, not great. So I think if I think if uh, Georgia can get a little bit of push, DeAndre Swift should have plenty of time to find those holes and make some big plays. Um, here's what I would like to see a lot out of Georgia here. Because that wide receiving core, not that great. Mm. Um, they've they've kind of disappeared. Uh, I'd like to see <coughs> Fromm just drop it off to Swift out of the backfield and make a few guys miss because Florida's had uh, problems tackling. So if Georgia is able to uh, drop that ball to Swift and and uh, have a little success there in the intermediate passing game, I really like them here. Uh, Fromm, he's just he's a game manager. He's not going to make you and make those marvelous plays that some people can. Now on the other side of the ball. Uh, Georgia's defense, they they um, good at stopping the run, which Florida can't do. So Florida has struggled running the game, uh, running the ball all year. Um, Kyle Trask, this is where they can beat Georgia. Georgia's secondary, it's pretty soft. So if Trask 
has plenty of time from the offensive line uh, to find the very talented group of receivers, then uh, Florida could put up some points here. This over-under, Tyler's at 44.5. I like the over here. I think there's going to be some points scored. But uh, I like Georgia here. I like Georgia double digits. So, um, yeah, I like mm, Georgia. Double dig. Yep. I mean, hell, they, they – uh... I just I'm just looking at a few things here, Matt. I'm looking at that Kentucky result and I don't want to believe that that's true for Georgia. Twenty one nothing. Well it was man, a mon- it was a they, monsoon. It was a monsoon, I will say that, but I just I don't know. And then I look at Kyle Trask numbers compared to Jake Fromm and Trask has five more touchdowns than Fromm. That seems a little weird considering that Trask hasn't played the whole entire season. Jake Fromm, I I just don't like him. I really don't like him. He he doesn't give me that edge that I need. I think that DeAndre Swift, though, will take this game over. I know Florida has a strong D, but I think Swift gets it done. Give me Georgia. Yeah, and uh, you talked about uh, Trask with the more touchdowns, but they're actually, he only has thrown five less passes than Fromm. Um, despite not starting the season. It's just that conservative play crazy. calling there. Uh, yeah, by the I don't Georgia like offense. it. It it makes me nervous. And, you know, Jake Fromm is supposed to be one of your top players. You're going to have to let him loose. If they want to honestly win a national championship and they feel like they can, hell, if they want to win an SEC championship, they're going to have to let the man loose at some point. You can't just handcuff him forever. I get it that you've been winning this way, but my God, let Fromm try to get this ball to the young wide receiving core and see what happens. Well, the the problem is, so Florida secondary is very good. Um, but, yeah, I'm telling you, I just don't think Georgia trusts the young receivers. I really don't. And I think it's going to have to be most of the points in the running game and then at least uh, open up the passing game. Uh, but I do, I do like Georgia here. I think it's going to be like a 31-21 type game. So wow, that play was... the over and play Georgia minus six and a half. I uh, that over, that it's going to be tight. <laughs> it's going to be tight, Matt. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Georgia. There's, I just don't see how they stop Swift. I think they're going to hammer him very, very hard in this one. Georgia W. All right, buddy. Well, that wraps up the Week 10 college football preview. Um, good news is next week there will be a lot better games. And oh, yeah. We can look forward to that. That is for sure. I like what I see next week. Yeah. Uh, so do I. But, uh, yeah, Matt, anything else to add before we head out of this one? Uh, no, sir. Nothing from me. Uh, okay. I just appreciate everybody who's helped uh, grow the podcast. So. Absolutely. Thank you for all your support, and thank you for uh, leaving those reviews. We appreciate it. One hundred percent. Yeah, we're up to eleven reviews now, Matt, on iTunes. So, thank you guys for doing that for us and helping get the podcast out to all your friends. And remember to leave a review and to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you might be listening to, guys. It's an under the radar week ten. Maybe some magic will pop up like last week. Thank you for listening, and good night.